Hello. Hello, bitches. All right, we got a. <laughs> well, I, okay. This is yeah. This is a good way to start. Charcoal meat. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're good, dude. Okay. This is a professional. This is professional. Okay, this so yeah, are we we're starting? You might want to just talk, take it a little closer. These are. Hello. I'm gonna turn up your mic. You're not projecting. Rah. Whoa, Jesus Christ! You're right. okay. Well, maybe we should wear headphones. We'll see how this turns out. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go ahead and start. All right. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Broda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is podcast number one. Welcome, three open micers listening to Harry J. Riley and Philip Kavsinski. Fucking bring it on bro dads. Dude, this is where we dice up what's going on in the country and give you our take. It lets you know what's happening in our world. What the fuck's up, Harry? How crazy would that be if that was how (laughs) just started the podcast? No discussion of how we began. Hey, how'd the podcast go? Phil the fucking lost his mind. We gained um, 12 listeners. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think it's fun to do this. I'm glad <laughs> that we're doing it, but we don't know what we're doing yet. And that's the beginning of every podcast. Yeah. Two lost souls. Yes. Uh, usually 20 years younger than we are. <laughs> <laughs> they just got their first couch. <laughs> it's filled with lice. You, you can't hear lice, you know. <laughs> So we have the advantage. I got a door between me and my dogs. We're not having to do this with like a, a, a you know, a, a landlady who's about to break in. So we have a lot of advantages. Yeah. 54 years of comedy between the two of us. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're aging in dog years. So this we got about three years doing a weekly podcast before we slip into the mortal coil and just recede from uh, all, all. I don't think I'm aging like a fruit, f- a fruit fly. A fruit fly? So yeah. you, are you having like a new life every? What, what do they? They what do they last? Like seven hours, I think. No way, dude. Yeah. Really? I don't think they live that long. I think they live, they bang, and then they die. Wow, that's like all yet. bugs. Isn't that like all bugs? Ladybugs can bang all the time. Yeah, are ladybugs like are ladybugs like you know like ants where it's like all you're all women, and then the guys are just sitting around waiting to fuck, and then they f- <laughs> and then they fuck, and they're like, I'm out. <laughs> Every ma- like when people are like when they see an ant, they're like, oh, he's busy. You're like, no. That's she's busy. <laughs> and the, the men are like in a little pod. And then one day they all, uh, and then they find a female and there's, and you know, and then maybe that female becomes the new queen or something. And then all the sperm is in that queen. And then that's the whole new colony. Because uh, that's, that this is, you know, great. bugs can just match one sperm to one egg. Just so one dude, one dump in there and they're good for the rest of their life. Usually but that, that seems, it's crazy, amazing. It's amazing. Bugs are cra- are wild. I I would rather get it down like that than get the way t- we do it. No way. I'd rather be a pig. They well, come for like thirty minutes. That's too long. And the and the cleanup. Well, dude, yeah, the pigs just roll around in it. That's everything about. Yeah. P- <laughs> oh, you did say you want to be a pig. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm a human, doing. There's pig stuff. But if I'm a pig, 
I'm, I'm enjoying oh, those. Yeah. yeah, no, okay, okay, no. Okay, the qualities of the – you know what? Still, I'd want to be the pig. If I had to be like, listen, your sex would be like a pig. You can have sex you know, multiple times a day, and when you come, it's 30 minutes. But then maybe take away the corkscrew penis. That'd be a bummer. <laughs> and I don't, you know, that's I'll I'll deal with the cleanup. You I'll have a but that's a lot. Of I'll have cleanup. a cum lagoon. I'll <laughs> 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 be like, what is what's the, what does Phil put in his moat? You do not want to know. <laughs> Do not wade through this. Just walk <laughs> over the drawbridge and go inside. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Also, don't ask to see his corkscrew dick. He, he'll show you. He'll fucking... He'll, he's proud of it. <laughs> no, that's all right, but pigs are... Pigs, I think that pigs are the way to go. You ever, see, you ever seen... You probably, I mean, I, this is a real confessional about my YouTube... <laughs> there was there was a period in my life i mean i was i was not happy with my job <laughs> and i was like because i was like man i bet i could just start a pig farm but the trick is sell the pig jizz to yeah the, to the and that's a real thing yeah and and uh so like because the factory farming gets too congested you know what happens is they they just have two they have too little diversity yeah so they become they become like you know like the, the british royal family <laughs> just a bunch of pigs with underbite <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and blood diseases <laughs> they get a cold they're like oh i have a wimbly hard time to die or whatever like it's, they are so the pig they pig for these big factory farms need to be like we need a new kind of sperm and um I just read this big long thing about like the problems of factory farms, and uh, there are farmers that just they try to get boars, and they keep the boars, and they when they sell these catalogs where they sell the sperm, it's like the playgirl of pigs. So Man. so that means some guy in a factory farm or lady uh, <laughs> is like looking through a catalog of like oiled up pigs that have been posed by their o- owner, <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> Look at the haunches on this fella. I'll take 50 tubes of his jizz. <laughs> but if, if you're coming for 30 minutes, that means you're getting... Should be a good amount of volume. Yeah. Well, what they do is they rub a bunch of pheromones on just this, like, big kind of, just like a, like a padded stump. They don't make it look like a pig? I mean, it probably looks like the butt of a pig. Make it look like a pig. At least give them. This is what separates us from the animals. Because like, they will just fuck a stump. Well, humans will fuck a stump. So yeah, a I human mean. will fuck a stump. But you can't. I mean, you know, you're not. I mean, if you like, you think about like the fleshlight. Yeah. They're like this one has little vagina, little rubber vagina lips, and the guy's that's like, like this, okay, yeah, that's a yeah. synthetic stump. Otherwise, they could have just been like, here's a fucking tube. <laughs> and there's yeah there are guys that will do that yeah. but when they're trying to market it they're like oh i want it to look can we kick it kick it like a caucasian lips with pink <laughs> lip you know they're like they want it what? like if i'm having sex with a tennis ball <laughs> container i don't care what color it is 
Yeah. Well, well, people do though. You know, I mean, but a pig doesn't give a shit. Yeah, a pig and, and day after day. Dude, I, I mean, I don't know what it's like to fuck a stump, but I, <laughs> I got to believe you do it once and you're like, man, I don't feel good about myself. <laughs> that pig will be like, that's my fuck stump. <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing it gifts. <laughs> Next time he shows up, it's got a little food in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got to cover it up once he's done because he just want to. Hey, he doesn't want the other guys to find it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a monogamous fuck stump. <laughs> yeah. You find a stump like this, you do not want to. You got to take good care of it. Padded and everything. I mean, it's just, yeah, when you can just smell something and be like, you know, and just, yeah. I mean, that's an animal, right? So, I wouldn't want to live like that. I wouldn't want to be able to get horny from smells. That would be oh man, terrible. That would be rough. I uh, I used to go on Amazon and review uh, pheromones. What? Did you use them? Or did you nah, just? Nah, nah, dude. You don't have to buy shit to, re- to <laughs> review stuff. On Amazon, that is, which is crazy. You should be a verified purchaser of the yes. product, which I totally thought. I was like, oh, this will never fly. And then I'm like, I remember writing it, and I'm like, they won't let me press. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, and then I'm like getting into it, and I'm like, don't get this into it. You're too into it. It's, it's Yeah, that's too. Because I know I'm going to press like send or whatever, and then, it's, and then it'll be like, you have to verify the purchase. And they didn't at all. And I, I now that you could look it up. I think it's Alpha for Alpha Forty Seven or some shit. And uh, I, I, I put out this narrative where I'm like, "Yo, this stuff is awesome, but it's a little too strong. I'd go easy on it because like I put it on, and then my at first my girl, my 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 roommate's girlfriend started coming up all over me. I'm like, "Yo, you gotta chill out, Brittany." <laughs> 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 and I'm like, then I went out to Jimmy John's and these like two 47 year old chicks were like, damn, like, like all over me. I went back. I fucked both of them. Dude. <laughs> Found out they were lesbians. What the fuck? Like, I mean, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I had this whole narrative. I used to do shit like that on the internet all the time, dude. Some, yeah. And so, I mean, it's funny because I'm like, how much, how much stuff is out there that I was just, I would get bored, at, you know, at night or at work or whatever. And I would just be like, I'm going to make a fake like a, a YouTube Google account. I, would, I mean, I would set up a fake email, set Good up all that cool. shit, and then I would have a, f- a picture I found on the internet. It'd be it, one time it was Kids Mom eighty six. You might be able to find this on YouTube, <laughs> and I would go around to different rap gr- <laughs> videos and just go, "This, what's his name? Ludacris? I don't think this is Christian." <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> just fucking let the replies fly, dude. It was. So, it was I mean, it's. Fu- I feel like you. C- I could build a YouTube channel faster by doing that than I could by posting clips of stand-up like three times a week. I think you could just, just being a troll. Just yeah. like this isn't. I don't know what's this guy doing. Why would he do? Just go yeah. going to every. And it is you could say even dumb shit like go to like safety videos and it's like yeah what kind of company has a forklift people, <laughs> people just flip out like what the fuck are you doing? there's twenty forklifts in the warehouse I work in and we're not even a big company you dumb bitch like, and and then you're like got him fucking got him dude <laughs> this this seems like a you, waste of time the, <laughs> you're a scammer but you did everything but. Sc- 
scam someone. You did all the steps, but you didn't end up with anybody's money. No, nah, just... I'm just collecting souls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out here making people flip their fucking lid on you... on some bullshit internet stuff. And it would yeah. be so funny because it would be like the, all these little... Like just seeds I'd plant, yeah, and I'd be like, "Well, that was a fun Tuesday night. <laughs> Time to go to bed." But and then there's somebody like in ah, people are arguing like it's like they're at a, a, a Geneva Convention trying to figure out a new country. Yeah, like they're that, and then I would forget about it <laughs> and come back like, "Oh, it's Tuesday night again. My wife goes to bed early this night, so I don't really have. I'm just sitting around killing time before I'm tired. We're going on the internet again. It's like fucking a million notifications or whatever i mean yeah. it's probably like a hundred but still like that's yeah. a lot and i'm like oh yeah i started this whole thing <laughs> and i remember <laughs> and, and i would dude i would go and start i'm like man woo, these people are going really really mad you they're know, really mad you know who you are hmm. you're the guy who brought cane toads to australia oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm a big fan of that dude he was like <laughs> yeah i'm a I'm gonna do this, and then he leaves, and he comes back, and like a cane toads the mayor of a city, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, no. what did I do?" That, yeah, that guy was probably like, "Whoa, who did this? Can, can you believe all these toads?" Oh my god, dude! You know that's that. You know that it's so funny because that's I look at shit like that, like when they're like, "Turn off," you put all your electronics in airplane mode and i'm like yeah that's everyone should definitely do that and i'm like then when it comes to me doing it, i'm like fuck that i've never done that uh, yeah and then the same thing like you ever gone through those like fruit <laughs> you know, like, those, uh, like don't bring apples here from other areas or it'll kill everything and you're like oh i hope nobody's bringing apples and then a mile after the sign i'm like chucking a core up the like one little apple's not gonna hurt. I mean, everybody. I'm not. I mean, as long as pe- as long as the rules are there, yeah, most people follow the rules. Yeah, so I'm good. I don't need to follow them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when they tell um pregnant women not to drink during their pregnancy. They yeah. know people are gonna drink. Yeah, you can have a couple. But they just they say don't drink. So then people be like, well, you know, if I have three drinks a month, that's not too bad. I had a friend who. Uh, kept smoking cigarettes during her pregnancy. Yeah. And uh, she came out to a show. She was, like, visibly pregnant. And she was like, hey, can we, you want to go outside or whatever? And I'm like, okay. And we're in a casino. Yeah. And she was smoking c- cigarettes. <laughs> out, but she waited till she got out to the car and smoked cigarettes. We were bullshitting. And at one point, I'm like, you came out here because you don't want to see any, have anybody see you pregnant smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah, that's exactly it. And she was like, the doctor told her, she goes, at this point, it might be harder for you to, it might be more traumatic for the fetus to, because the fetus has to quit smoking. Like, let that fetus go cold turkey once it's born, you know? Yeah. Uh, kind of a thing. So That's what, um, that's what they told uh, my daughter's mom. She smoked cigarettes? She smoked like a chimney throughout that whole damn thing. Really? Yeah, my mom yeah. smoked too. And I was like, man, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a little fucked up baby. How what was the weight? She was 
five no five six pounds, pounds. Oh, six yeah pounds. that's a smoker's baby dude yeah, yeah a smoker's baby is like a smoker's lung Small, <laughs> smaller than it should be <laughs> and she was brown too so that's another thing about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she does seem kind of light-skinned. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Wow, she seems dark, sorry, she seems dark-skinned for a mixed baby. I bet, do people think that she's mixed? Do people ever... Just, I don't... People ever... Does, I don't think so. Well, she's, what, Generation Q now or whatever? Z? Z? Yeah. Z. She's Z. Yeah, mm-hmm. my kids are Z, your kids are Z. So it's like, nobody gives a shit about yeah, I don't think any they're... kind of... There's no the only identities that matter now are your sexuality. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it is, dude. My son is a senior. Your daughter's in college. Yep. And my younger son is a freshman. From the time my oldest son to my young, it's like my oldest son was like, oh yeah, yeah there's a couple gay kids and and uh, and nobody cares. Yeah. And now my youngest son is like everybody's gay and that's all that matters <laughs> dude a 15 year old girl came out as asexual what and i'm like how do you know though yeah i'm like bud she's 15 she hasn't got horny yet she's yeah. not ready to ruin her life with her genitals <laughs> that's, she fucking like came out to all these people and it's like why isn't this a big deal to everyone you know it's like it was, it was for, dude it was like it was like some girl was like yeah i'm i'm pansexual and i was like uh, is she even sexual? We're talking about like <laughs> these are nerds, all right? I know these kids; they're not doing shit. Right? None of them are doing anything. And well, and then I made a joke. I was like, "Well, I was like, if she comes over, keep her out of kitchen." <laughs> so, which, it's so anyone I tell that to that's over th- age thirty, they're like, "Damn, that's a great joke." And but my son, who you know is like sixteen, he's like, oh, "Dad, that is such a hacky joke." He, he's like, "That's so eighth grade." Like really? These pans, yeah, because pans, yeah, like pan, yeah. So I'm like, "All right, whatever, dude." So yeah, everybody's got the guy who's gonna have like their like unique sexuality that they yeah. like the coming out experience. It is f- everyone that came out as gay when I was. I was thinking about this recently. Like when I was in high school, college, everyone that came out as gay back then is still gay. Yeah. And, and now, and there's some and some people that came out later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's converse. Not everybody is straight. Is still straight. But then, like, I look at like so at 30, I was doing improv with like young people. Yeah. So they were like in their early 20s, and there were people that were a lot of it was like people. Were, I knew a lot of people coming out. Yeah. So, you know, and telling people they were gay. A lot of those people are now in their 30s and now straight. <laughs> huh. So they came out, made a big deal about it. Everybody's like, oh, I have a gay son. And then you know, five years later, I'm like, what? He's married to a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, did, did they come out as gay? or gay, Yeah, one, yeah. yeah or numerous. come out as like bisexual? I don't know. I mean, I think the whole spectrum didn't. You know, I think, I mean, it's funny. Even like 12 years ago, you just. The idea of sexuality as a spectrum was not as, yeah, you know, true. like like now if my mom heard sexuality as a spectrum at you know, seventy, she'd be like, okay. But ten years ago, she'd be like, what the fuck are you? Yeah, it's like yeah. my grandma here in Metallica, just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh my god, is the devil gonna show up? <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> just not even able to comprehend it and so that's that's kind of that yeah so 
I, I just, I don't know. And also, it's funny, like, bisexuality, like, coming out as bisexual, you're like, it almost seems like, well, I guess I'll just come out if it, if I wound up on the gay side of things. Yeah, I, yeah I, like, pansexual, pansexual and bisexual, I, I feel like that's like a, it's like, what? Yeah, you're so not really, you're not really. J- you're saying exactly what I was saying to my son when he told me, because I'm like, What's the difference between pansexual and bisexual? You're attracted to everyone, and then also you're attracted to everyone. Yeah. And he looked at me, and he's like, honestly, Dad, man, I have no clue. This shit's getting a little... <laughs> it's getting a little... I'm a little in the weeds at this point. I'm, I don't know how to decipher all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Like, kids, I don't even think they look at porn anymore. They're just constantly looking up what their friend's sexuality is <laughs> on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't have time for porn, man. I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck my friend is into. Is this legal? You're attracted to robots, I guess, dude. Don't get your dick caught in that Roomba, man. (laughs) The brushes will rip it up. Rip the foreskin right off it. I'm Alexa sexual. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. This could be the podcast. We would have to do topics, though. No, no, no. Like, this could be the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Us catching up, bullshitting, and then uh, getting into a topic. Did you bring a topic? Yeah, I brought... Is yeah, it I heavy? Brought, no. Because it's the first episode. I I just thought we would yeah, talk yeah. a little bit about, like, All right, so us. How do we get into the topics? Uh, you know what? I know. All right, this is part of Bro Dads. We get into the <laughs> topics we brought. What's on the table with you, hair dog? Hair of the dog, doggy hair dog, hair of dog. <laughs> I think. I think that'll work. Yep, that'll work. <laughs> Run it. Yeah, no, we're going down. What's that? First take. <laughs> uh, yeah, go first. I, I thought we would just talk about like, uh, like how we got here, like how not got, like to not, do this podcast or what not, to exit not, you have to take to get to my house. <laughs> not like you know, like a little bit of your bi- biography. Oh yeah, first episode. That's good. Yeah, so um, people know like if they should keep listening or not, dude. I feel like you should go first. All right. Um, my name is Harry J. Riley, <laughs> and I am a Sagittarius. I don't know what the other parts are, like your your waning moon and your rising um, sphincter. Um, I I grew up in South Carolina. I uh, I uh, got to Spokane by way of um the military and then uh they dumped me here well they didn't dump me here i just where did you do basic training uh san antonio oh cool shout out to these casillas yeah i like i like san antonio um if if i uh could afford to just move san antonio wouldn't be bad weather Ah, texas um, Texas summers, man, would be brutal. But the only thing is that Texas is kind of like, it, it. it's like, it just seems like everybody down there is like, just 
running amok, you know. You, oh yeah, dude. You can yeah. you can shoot anybody. You can yeah yeah no, dude. It's you can ride a pig in a town. It's like what you you gotta at some point you gotta be like this is getting out of hand. But I I would have stayed in San Antonio if they would have let me. Um, dude, yeah, they handle their own justice in Texas, yeah. unless it was a fetus that robbed you. <laughs> you <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> a fetus is gonna get away with whatever. It <laughs> I've been doing comedy for I can't. I don't even know. I think it's um, I think it'll be eighteen years, but I'm not sure because I didn't. You know how some comedians like yeah, like August yeah. the third. No, uh, I'm I'm October uh, twenty twenty uh, October twenty thirteen. Yeah, I just, I don't know the date. Some people know the date, which seems a little crazy to me. Yeah, some I, people know the number of shows they've done. I I have no idea. That about seems none wild. Of that. that what seems yeah. really weird is they're like, I've done eighteen thousand two hundred and twenty two shows. They're like, how many paid shows? I've done eight. <laughs> 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 Yeah, because if I counted like every stupid open mic I went to, I know, man, man that yeah. would be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't count. I wouldn't even count an open mic as like a show. Yeah, no, you should. That's that always bums me out when I see a comic I like that's starting, and they're like, "Oh, I'm on a show. I got three shows this week." And I'm like, "Bro, you got the worst open mics in the world." You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's not. I, but you yeah. know, people don't have perspective until they really get out into the world. So I don't hold yeah. it against anybody. I, and it feels like everybody does the same thing because, you know, there's not like a, you know, like if you're an accountant, you, you, you know, you kind of know what your job entails and you just do that job. But with comedy, it's like, what well, I just show up to buildings and yeah. talk in the mics. Well, every, and, I mean, think about the path, right? Everybody yeah. has a different path. You went to San Antonio. Got kicked out of the military in Spokane. <laughs> <laughs> Went AWOL in Spokane. <laughs> you were you were honorably discharged. Yeah. Yeah. So you <laughs> But yeah, then you're like, what do I do? I'm starting, you know, and then you found comedy through, you know, that time. Yeah. And then some people just find it for whatever. A lot of people who find comedy are kind of lost in the moment that they find it. Yeah. But then you were lucky because you got a, you got hooked up with an actual dude, right? Uh Jay Wendell took you on the road. Yeah. The hundred year old comedian mm-hmm. who somehow is still alive. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Even after wild, getting dude. um COVID like three times. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> the COVID was probably fighting off whatever else is inside that body, dude. <laughs> if he dies tonight, I'm gonna feel so bad. <laughs> but he, I mean, that's you know, so it's like that that little bit takes you. I mean, that's that's uh, that's how, that's the only way you could really I mean doing something like that or getting out of Spokane is the only way you could probably become a, a bookable entity in Spokane you know because it's otherwise yeah. like where where is your where are you going to get that perspective of like oh you you know because I mean you you were lucky I don't know how many years in were you before you went on the road with uh Jay oh about five or six you were five or six years in oh shit okay so maybe you had perspective before that Maybe hmm, were you maybe doing the road much before you hooked up with Jay? Uh, I mean, when I started uh, doing when I so I started two thousand four two thousand five. <laughs> uh, there were there weren't any, but there were like maybe six comedians, like that would come to open mics. You know how like now 
you have like 30 comedians. Oh, yeah, dude. But then there's like six or seven that might be working. Well, all the comedians that were coming out to open mics were actually working because there just was so few. So uh, after like four months, I think. No, because I got out. I was... I was discharged in December 2005, and I started going out on the road like a week later. So, um, uh, so from that point, so from like spring of that year to December, I was just doing open mics and and places in Spokane, and then I went on the road because I thought I could make it a, a living. So were you going on the road with like these working comics in Spokane? No, I was I was just going with my like booking with um Tribble and within know. a year of doing comedy, you were booking with Tribble. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild, dude. And then just <laughs> that's but, pretty wild, man. But that's just because no one told me anything. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that was exactly what happened to me. I mean, I was less than two years in. And I sent Tribble had a assistant at the time. Yeah, I started sending him shit. <laughs> it totally tricked that guy. <laughs> That guy, Jeremiah Watkins, or whatever that dude's name was, I don't know what it, he had that kind of kind of bullfrogish name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, he had that kind of Australian toad took over town. He, <laughs> that was exactly what happened. I was like, "Oh, you just send stuff out, and that's what you do." Yeah. And <laughs> next thing you know, I'm yeah. work. I'm working triple gigs, and triple then was like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah yeah that was he came out to a show and i was co-headlining he's like you should not be co- you should not be holy shit <laughs> you said that well i mean at the t- i you know i don't know i mean it was actually looking back on that i'm like i'm glad this was a long time ago yeah and and he, he's like he's like he goes you have the la- the rate of laughter but the they're they're not good enough laughs which I thought was kind of interesting, but it, it, to me, it feels like if you're getting a laugh, the quality of the laugh is irrelevant at that point. Yeah, yeah. I but it was like I was so obsessed with like trying to get laughs per certain laughs per minute because that's all I heard about. Yeah. So then it, it was like, well, I should perform these this shit better. That's a I weird metric, in. by the way. That it is people... weird, and it's irrelevant anymore in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I mean, you think about people who blow up on on uh social media and really even just people that blow up from their spots of uh, uh, tonight shows or whatever and a lot of it's it's more about being engaging than yeah you know i mean i i did i saw i saw ron white <coughs> a few months ago his opener was tight it was the boom the boom you know and, and and you know joke tag 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 set yeah. up joke tag. i mean just rhythm ron white was not nearly that tightly written it was at the beginning of his run yeah but man, it was inter- it was it was way more entertaining because you're like this is the this is like the guy you yeah. know like you could watch an amazingly drawn mouse, but when Mickey Mouse shows up, you're like, yo, it's the fucking <laughs> guy from Fantasia. <laughs> do you think that's because he's Ron White, or do you think like I think he's Ron White because of that, <laughs> like. Because it's like a chicken or egg type of situation yeah, with yeah. Co- comedians like that. It, it's like, but also he just his persona was so in the groove of what. It, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, cool. This, I'm seeing Ron White, but then he delivered yeah. by being Ron White. Whatever that entity I had in my head, he delivered. Because I've seen comics where you're like, yo, this is the guy from whatever, and then yeah. you watch me, you're like, 
this ain't the fucking guy. Like this is a yeah. this is a bad carbon copy because it's been <laughs> twenty years of road miles, and yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> and uh, and who knows? Sometimes they keep it up. A lot, a lot of comics do actually, but uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of times where it's like, but you, a superstar comic like that, you you see why they're you know famous. Um, yeah. Whoa! Why did we get to that? I take over subjects like this. And I'm like, <laughs> why would I talk about Ron White when Harry? Wa- well, I mean, wanted to tell me about I, where he was from. <laughs> I, I I don't think there's much more to, you know. I don't want to get into the weeds about like how I grew up and shit because I don't think that's good part. I, what made I, you get into what was like the moment where you were? Where you, was it kind of like when you were like, finally, I have time to get into comedy? Or were you kind of like? Man, fuck! I need something outside of what I'm doing. No, I think it was like how you said, or just a loss. Yeah, because I was, you know, 2004, 2005 was like two of the worst years of my life. I had um, uh, came back from Iraq, and that same day, my my daughter's mom was like, "Yeah, I want a divorce." And man, these military wives, dude. Man, it. You know, I think I just. Because we we got married like two months after we met, so oh it was like that is, so, this is such a classic military marriage experience. But, see, but I don't think I don't think we were classic um, military because I know what you're saying. But those guys usually have that girl already set up, and yeah, they're yeah. like, "Let's get married now because we can get everything." And but I was just, you know, I'm. I'm away from home. Uh, I don't like. I don't have anybody, and then someone just comes along and is like, "Hey, you want to get married? Yeah. We can start fucking." And yeah. then you're like, "Yeah, yes, please." I, I don't see anything, you know. <laughs> so to me, it was like, "All right, I guess this is how things go." But I, I didn't. I, you know, when you're older, you think about these things differently. But I just thought like. You get married and then you uh, work it out and just keep going. And uh, man, by the time I got to uh, the, sp- I guess it was the spring of two thousand five. I was like, I need, I need to do something because I was a, I was a full time dad. But then you, you're doing like divorce dad stuff, like seeing your kid every other week, and it's like. I don't even who who thought this was a good way of raising people. <laughs> the every whole, other weekend, yeah, dad, that's such shit, a shit deal, man. That that because to me, I was like, how? Why are we splitting a a kid when like I didn't do anything? You know, like I didn't slap a mom or murder someone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it felt that like should I was be half and half. I I just didn't I, I didn't like that and uh. I was just very uh, sad at the time, and a buddy of mine, uh, he was in the military too, and he was like, there's open mics at this place on Sundays, and I was like, man, I ain't doing that shit, because it just it just seemed like comedy was like one of those things. It's like when people say they want to be a quarterback or pitch for the Mets or something. Well, it dude, just- in 2004, 2005? Like stand up was a thing, but it was a niche. I mean, stand up has entered into the mainstream world yeah. in such a major way. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, you can just uh, tell by the amount of people that are actually doing it now. You can tell by the amount of people that actually go to it. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, it just I could just see in the span of like my kids' Boy Scout time in Boy Scouts. Like, yeah. In the beginning, nobody knew there was there was a club in Spokane. Nobody knew there was nobody in the Scouts ever really even went to any of that kind of thing. Yeah. Now it's like there'll be people in the scouts that come up to me and they're like, oh, I went, to, I heard so-and-so's coming to the club and, went, you know, should I get tickets Damn. early? Is that a good act? Hey, I'm thinking about going to the club. And so, like, the people are actually into it who normally don't even hardly go to live entertainment, but yeah. because it is so, I mean, it's ingra- you're in great. There's so many of these comics going on the road, too, yeah. because the money's out there. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was back in 2004, but, n- I mean, now it's like, Jesus Christ, man! You blow up on Instagram, and you can if you can move yeah. two hundred tickets on a Tuesday. Yeah, you'll be you got you got a career, that. dude. Yeah. <laughs> you, got a, you got a man. decent career. So, uh, so yeah, uh, man, yeah. That's I think being lost. Well, I'll go uh, now that H Dog is gone. <laughs> I, I uh, yeah. So I start. I started. I was thirty three when I started comedy. I think that's the best time to start it. Well, I think there is something to that cuz then you're like you lived a life a little bit, yeah. you fucked up, you didn't you uh you yeah. have you have you know cuz most people like Dave Chappelle stuff he was 14 it's like what the fuck do you have to talk about yeah, at 14? Man. That's wild yeah. to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, what do you but then you know if you're a phenom yeah, you know, then that makes sense because then it's that, you got people that start that young are usually like yeah, they're a like philosopher. the Ted Kaczynski's of the world. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the heroes, <laughs> <laughs> the idea men. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, dude, Dave Chappelle was one cabin in the woods for just <laughs> filling up envelopes full of explosives, mailing it out to judges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he had just done a different type of drug than weed, he would have been that guy. Can you imagine? That would, what a great version of that altered reality. <laughs> Save Chappelle in the woods. Ah, show them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I remember I was doing an improv, and I was do- I wanted to do stand-up. I almost did it when I was 30, and I didn't. And then I was just surrounded by it, and I was writing for Michael a lot. Yeah. Glassmire. Oh. Yeah, I wrote a lot of his Wait, stuff. Wait, so Michael started before you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I did We were doing improv, and then he was doing songs, and I was like, I could, I was like, I better write you. So I wrote him a couple songs, yeah. and then he was performing those, and I, I saw them work, and I was like, I remember I was showing Amanda, I'm like, oh, I wrote this song, and she's like, you should just do this. Yeah. And I was like, oh. yeah, okay, and then I was like, I'd write, I would literally write up, well, what she didn't know is for, for years, I was writing five-minute sets and wondering if I could bring it. And I'd read it, and I'm like, this fucking sucks, dude. Huh. So I was bombing by just not going up. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I, could tell, I mean, it was bad. Like, it was really bad. I could tell they were really bad. <laughs> I mean, they were really corny jokes and really dumb. I mean, uh, And so eventually I was like, all right, I'll just do it. Uh, and then I followed you. It was funny because the guy forgot my name. He was like, all right, well, fuck, I'd hate to follow this guy. Uh, <laughs> give it up for Phil Cobb. You know, and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh i, I so yeah i remember followed you and i was like whoa shit dude and my you know, heart was like going crazy and i did it and i'm like whoa well i'm gonna quit all this other bullshit i'm doing because it was like immediately <laughs> i was like in you know i was like, cooked you know i mean i think i did it then and i was like wow this is cool and then a couple other people were like oh you should come out to the friday my you know, so i'm doing whatever the friday thing was and then within three weeks i was going up like 
seven times a week. Yeah. And all the little bullshit things that were going on at that time. Yeah. And I was doing that. Just, I was just, and I remember going back to the, like within a month I was going back to like the improv theater and I'm like, guys, I, cause I, they wanted me to be the artistic director and I was like, I don't want to do this. I got another thing. Going. You know, and I was trying to do both for a little bit. Yeah. And I'd like, br- I would like, they, you know, I'd bring in a, a comics to the improv theater and. Well, how did you get into improv? Uh, I'm a theater major from college. So I ran the improv uh, group in college, which was like oh, a big thing. Okay. So we would, we were putting on weekly shows and like we'd get 200 students to come out and watch. Damn. We didn't charge anything. We were just doing it for fun. That's the thing about improv. It, it seems like you guys are allergic to money. Oh yeah, no, it's it's very weird, man. Even yeah. in ch- the highest level in the United States I, that I've seen, well, I would say is in Chicago. Yeah, uh, I mean it's very good in LA. It's very good in New York City, but in Chicago, you actually have improv clubs. They're serving drinks. They have and they do that wow. in some of the LA clubs. Yeah. But uh, Chicago, they've been around forever, and it's I don't I think the performers are getting barely anything there's barely and there's that's the thing is there's very few fans of improv like if you're you can you, you yeah, i mean if, if you are a comic on the east coast and maybe you live in jersey or something you could kind of blow up a little bit like in especially boston new england area yeah and then you could you could make a decent living working from like new york city to boston to philly to yeah maybe up to delaware you could have a good little living and then people eventually get to know you there's there's guys that put putting their kids through college doing that shit yeah. barely ever leaving that area there are no small regional improv headline <laughs> and that's a dude that's the bad thing about improv is the money when you do make money you're splitting yeah. it like a band we're spending yeah, it four ways yeah. and you're splitting it evenly like we so you'd get i'd get a corporate gig they'd be similar to what a stand-up corporate gig would be 800 500 800 yeah. bucks for you know for kind of a nobody not an unknown entity theater takes half man <laughs> you then you're splitting it up with four people or whatever whoever and people on the show so you're walking you're walking out of there with like 50 to 75 bucks and you're like i just sold my dignity for <laughs> a meal for one at red lobster <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I we could uh, I mean I might that might be a future topic. All the bombing and the, the yeah. improv bombing is wild because you're sometimes you're just watching it. Like yeah. when you're bombing on stand up, you're like, oh fuck, I gotta okay, well, I gotta switch gears here. Like you're in charge, yeah. You know, and then maybe you switch gears a few times. You're like, I guess I'm just gonna talk until I'm done and <laughs> try not to drown myself in the tub after this. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but improv bombing is weird because you're like, dude, st- what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop! Like you're looking at the guy who's yeah. doing something stupid. And you're like, please stop! Please stop ruining this entire show. And what they're just oblivious. To oh the- yeah, dude. Yeah, especially at the level I was doing it at, which is community theater level. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so so you know, I was kind of and I was kind of aging. I was kind of like, dude, this is, feels weird. I mean, it was like, first it was like co- college kids, but I was young. I was in my early 20s and yeah. so it was college graduates it was a bunch, actually it was you know the it was a good squad when we started and then they all left and then it was like co- college kids again yeah. and then it was like high school kids and i'm Damn. like i remember one time sitting around and i was like well i'm gonna go for a beer anybody want to come with me and like the people i want to come with me weren't 21 and i was oh, like damn shit. near 30 <laughs> and i'm like yo i gotta stop doing this this is weird so I, uh, yeah. So I, I, so once I started stand up, I'm like, oh, this is definitely. And yeah. then also all the like all the old guys like Nick Tyson and 
Dawn is the crazy. Yeah. He's, he's goofy. Fun. I mean, like goofball idiots. Yeah. You're, I'm like, oh, these are, these guys are awesome. You know, <laughs> they're 60 years old smoking cigarettes. Like, <laughs> no, still haven't realized their own mortality. <laughs> and it's just doofus weirdo. God, I mean, dude, Don one time pulled me back and he's like, man, it's pretty good, man. We should book you somewhere. And I go, you know, I think my wife knows you. Uh, she, uh, she works at the school where your grandson is. He's like, blonde, big tits. I'm like, <laughs> good. My I'm like God. yeah. I'm like, these guys are animals, dude. I'm in. <laughs> and also, I'm like, not that big. They could be bigger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, you might be talking about another lady. God, that was so crazy. Big tits. I, I uh, so yeah. So, but beating maniacs like that, yeah. I was like, this is really fun. So it's I bet you it's probably like the same as uh like starting out in like country music or something. You know like you know like a something you know, where there's like a community that you would be yeah. in with and you got people who you know like oh I used to tour with Willie Nelson or you know people who, but the, their characters yeah in the community. The, and, I think the big difference though with musicians and comedians cuz I think yeah once you enter into either professionally there's a lot of similarities where you're yeah. like oh this person you know is, a, is is opening act for this big band and this person is a supporting person for you know a, a musician that plays in the band of whatever and yeah. and and maybe you can hit that maybe you hit your stride and there's headliners and there's openers and that but the difference is, is like people who go into that world have been playing an instrument usually since they were yeah. a child for yeah. years. And there was a point when they were probably around 13, 14, 15, where they're like, do I give a fuck about school? <laughs> or do yeah. I just practice my instrument for like five hours a day? I mean, <laughs> yeah. people who, especially country, especially like if you're like a bat, especially if you're a, 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 like a, a, a studio musician or somebody that goes on the road and yeah. you know plays professionally like it's unreal how good those people are with their instruments and i knew i yeah. knew people like that it, growing up and then my sons play fiddle and they're in this music community and i remember there was a point when they were younger i'm like they seem to like this but they don't seem to like this that much like, <laughs> I, I can't make this my life i'm not part of this so it's so yeah. so much of that's like generational whereas like comedy you could literally be like yo my boy says i'm funny <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean you, if i mean if some crazy shit happens in yep. two years you could be like oh i just got on a fucking 80 city tour with knapsack jerry <laughs> you know the internet guy he fucking he wears a knapsack <laughs> anyway come out to our show dude that comes with a free hot dog <laughs> We're doing 80 cities. We're doing the loony bins on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that kind of shit, especially now that shit's happening. All the come yeah. out, dude. Gin, do you, like, this guy, Ginger Billy, is like selling out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, dude just pop up on the internet. Just some wacky motherfucker who's got enough money for fireworks and a big and a truck. <laughs> just making crazy ass internet videos. Like, you're like, well, where'd this guy come from? But then if you think about being that dude's opener. Yeah. Oh, like, so he's man. like, man, you're pretty funny. Come on out. <laughs> All right, cool. Just help me fucking lay some gravel in my driveway, and then you can come out with me, man. <laughs> like, and that's what people don't get about stand-up is like they think. I remember that I didn't tell people I did stand-up for like a year. Like, man, you know, like I, I, I don't think I've told people yet. Still. <laughs> Man, 18 I, years in, I'm coming man. out of the closet as a comedian. Man, my therapist found out 
I was a comedian like <laughs> three or four months ago. Man, that you should have said that earlier. And I was like, that's the reason you're in therapy. Yeah, but I didn't. Because <laughs> you're a comic. <laughs> I had the the last two that I had. I told them that, and like every time we weren't like talking about stuff, they wanted to. They they would throw in like something comedy based. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the only thing in my personality. And it was it just felt it just yeah, felt weird. It's like, man, I do a lot of different things. You can talk about anything and I would be and I think I have a response for it. You don't yeah. have to talk about, oh, I saw this I saw um this one comedian, you know, and now I gotta play this game of like like Oh, do you know every comedian that's ever walked the earth? It's like I do no, not like telling no, I people don't. that I'm a comic or that I even do it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I told a doctor who I was like trying to tell my my background to, like my medical background. Yeah, and I was like, I have two aunts that died of colon cancer. Should I go in at fifty or should I go in early? And he's like, <laughs> he had just, and he was, it was closely after he's like what do you do for the and he found out he's and when he was like oh you're a comic oh yeah <laughs> you might like this story about my colonoscopy oh man <laughs> right and and then he's like tells he's like do, running a i'm like is this guy running a fucking bit he's like, running a bit on you oh, that's what it was <laughs> and it was cra- it was a cra- it was like almost too crazy to believe he's like oh, I, I went i like they said a you know, I, they said it wouldn't be a big deal afterwards and and you know it was the prep beforehand that was a big deal but uh afterwards uh you know i w- went on a, my a first date with a, a gal that i had met on uh online and yeah it, it was a pretty big deal still i i had to leave the day. <laughs> i'm gonna shit my pants on the date <laughs> Good. and i'm listening i'm like you're a fucking doctor dude yeah, like what you- she, really, yeah shouldn't you know and he's like well i'm a general oh. <laughs> 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 I, I didn't. I stopped seeing that guy. I was a one and done. I might have seen him twice. Like, yeah. Well, it's funny because you know I think I did see him twice because the next time, uh, he's like, "Oh, still doing comedy," and this, and he's doing the shit, and and he's like, "I felt anyway." It was very awkward, it yeah. was, and I'm like, I'm just trying to get a clearance to go on a Boy Scout thing. <laughs> I wasn't even there. Like at this point, I'm like, just take me, Lord. You know. <laughs> We didn't care about doctors at that time, because I was, and so, but I mean, the way he was looking at me, I was like, when I turn fifty and need a prostate check, I don't want some guy being like smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you doing? You still doing that bit about your sister? <laughs> two knuckles in. Like, yeah, man, you got any tags? <laughs> Did you fucking lick your finger? That's what is that about? <laughs> yeah, so that's, I just, that's very, it's a very weird thing in any kind of medical situation to be yeah, like. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just choose not to. <laughs> when they ask me, I just tell them I'm unemployed. I make man, them think I am broke. Your topic was way more introspective do you want to know what my topic is what i think i need some land i think how do you feel about land because eventually i feel like shit's gonna hit like the shit's gonna hit the fan and we need to not be around people did you feel we start to go to war with china 
there'll be a there'll be a there'll be you know they 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 invade Taiwan. We can't get micro This is a fucking wild turn. This in, in is, this yeah, this is. <laughs> but I'm here for it. <laughs> so no, they so they they take over Taiwan. The microprocessors are not available, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's weird." Oh, how the Taiwan flag in my profile? But then, like, <laughs> fucking a month later, you can't. The gas pumps don't work, and now we're eating. We're sucking our neighbors' d- eyeballs, dogs out of the socket <laughs> for meals. We're doing. <laughs> This took this this took a dramatic turn, man. Well, this is my topic. I thought <laughs> anyway. So, but, but I, I'm just saying I, the topics. Maybe you should pick them. Uh, I, <laughs> I <laughs> do I want well? Do I want land? Yes, I would love, but not for um avoiding people. That would just be a bonus. Yeah, I would want um, some acreage so I can do all the silly shit I want to do, like spin brodies and shoot guns. Oh yeah, I definitely want to shoot a bunch of guns. Fuck yeah, dude! But like, I, I want a place where like I can fly my drone without feeling like a creep. Yeah. Uh, dude, ten acres, Chuila. Yes, man. It's yeah. That's what I was thinking. Ten acres would be. Just right for me. You're the hard, but you're so far away from. It's funny because it used to be like, oh man, it's pretty far away from town. Yeah. And now, if you look at anything that's like affordable that you can develop, you're like, that's pretty far from a road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the little Swanson guy that drives the little truck with the with the meats in it, mm-hmm. he's not coming out that far. No, no, no. Well, you'd be surprised. I, I lived on Micah Peak Mountain growing up. There were about eight families in there, and yeah. it was 10 miles from Rockford, which is only a town of like 400 people. We had a lady with gets. We would get a Swanson. Wow. Like, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, now, I don't know if she had to get like a minimum, yeah, you know, order. And Man, She probably had to buy like yeah. half a cow. Yeah, it was probably a lot, and but the guy they they were coming out there, and I don't know if yeah. he had a Rockford route or like a rural route or whatever, but there was no way. I mean, I, it's no way that's affordable, man. So yeah, I just dude, I I grew up on twenty acres, and that twenty acres was at the end of a logging road on a state. So I know yeah. how that feels to be just like looking around. You're like, man, there's nobody here, dude. Well, I mean, I grew up on a old plantation. I don't know how many acres. It was just miles of nothing. It was just so could you, Me, were you looking around, no neighbors? Yeah, it would just be like, we. Uh, it was like a our family was living out there. So yeah. there might be 20 people, but there's nobody else. There was no one else out there. Like no strangers. It was just Yeah, that's pretty you. cool. And it, it, it's, cra- you know, it's crazy because, you know, like you go hiking now somewhere and it's like you're, you'll meet someone or – you would see like civilization, but growing up, you could just walk for <laughs> you could walk for a day and a half and just not see anybody. Man, that and, and sounds just, awesome. You know, but we were too poor to exploit it. You know, we were just we were just out there, just just out there. You know, you that's you, a lot of land, though. Yeah, you use the land just as entertainment. Other than like, yeah, yeah, no, that's the way it was. I mean, I was on a mountain, so it was like you were like, oh, I'm gonna go up in the hills and hopefully don't get lost or 
Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, we would just do that. Like, I would just go and be like, I'm going to go in the forest. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no protection against animals or anything. It was great. It was a great way to grow up. But I'm like, but I just, dude, I, I, I don't like, I, you know, it's funny. I knew all my neighbors, too, even yeah. though they were like three miles away. I don't know any. I know the dude next to me. I know his first name. <laughs> lived here for 15 years. <laughs> I think that's the way it should be, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, it is. No, I would hate to be friends with a neighbor because yeah. it's nice to see friends, but I like to be like, hey, we're doing this at this time. Yeah. I, if my friends were like, hey, yeah. I'm at your house now, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm getting a restraining order from this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and your neighbor's problems end up being your problems. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, that's, I lived yeah. in, I live in Hilliard. Well, Nobody who's listening to this probably know what hill you did, but <laughs> it's considered like the, I don't want to say the slums of Spokane, but it's like, you know, it's just it's just not like a, a affluent neighborhood. Right. And it's a community, though. Yeah. I mean, people take care of each other there. It's a, uh, I feel like people know each other there, kind of. There's a bit of a community. Yeah. I, um, the we There's a house that's across the street from us. And I've been there for 10 years, and about four families have lived in there. And every time you got to know them, when shit hit the fan, you ended up having to be a witness. And it's like, <laughs> I don't want to get up at 2 in the morning oh my God. to talk about, like, what I heard. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, that's Hilliard. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, it's a community, but that's just because you're like, if I know this person, they won't hurt me <laughs> wow that's so funny yeah man so i just so it's like i if i see anybody like coming out of their house it's like mm, i'll wait to get the mail i don't think i'm gonna get this 19.81 acres in chuila but Holy uh, shit. yeah man it's, that's a lot i don't i want to look at it though i just want to look i mean I to just see like well yeah i yeah, you, you it know, takes you a just, lot. You got to dig a well. You got to maintain oh, a road. Yeah, you got to you got to do a yeah. lot of shit, even if it's affordable. Yeah, I didn't think but about digging that well. You put a shed out there. Yeah, you, you could start riding four. You could spend a few years just out there riding four wheelers from a decent sized shed, and yeah. p you know, p just have an outhouse <laughs> <laughs> off grid, as they say. <laughs> And uh, I've just been thinking about that a lot. God, your face when I started talking about Taiwan, I was like, what the fuck? We can't do this on the podcast. That was amazing. No, no <laughs> I'm, it's like, you're, it's like you're, you're doing the the YouTube conspiracy guy thing, and I'm like, oh. I don't, okay. Are we witnessing the breakdown? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I do feel like. I, you know, it's funny. Yeah, you talk about therapists. If I remember, like, she's like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, dude, fucking China's a real, it's it's the red dragon, and they're, <laughs> they're hungry, you know? And, <laughs> and I just, dude, I just, uh, I went to this uh, thing for, uh, like, uh, people in the package handling industry, which I am one of, and uh, package handlers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in the. I'm in it. I'm that's. I'm. Uh, you know. I'm a businessman. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's my business. I didn't think you were. Yeah, we do maintenance. We do maintenance. Yeah, but you're not. 
handling the packages. No, no, we we fix the we fix the shit, fix the conveyors, fix the. Yeah, but you're not handling the packages. No, no, we the, the, but our clients do, and we fix their we fix their equipment. So y'all package handlers by association? Uh, we yeah, well the so okay. the, the the trade show is going over the equipment that's used, and oh, since we're oh, in the, oh, we're, we oh. service it, okay, dude, a ton of the engineers that we met, Chinese, like Austrian, Swiss, whatever, yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, well, we start, you know, when the war begins, what happens to the Chinese guys? <laughs> and part, I was like, there needs to be more Mexicans. Here. <laughs> that's the future. That's the future to me. I, dude, I am serious. I'm. I took a year of Spanish. I, I from a lady, and now I can from a lady. Yeah, yeah. Did I not say this? I was taking Spanish from a lady. Uh, this this all ties into wanting more land. I swear. <laughs> I, yeah, lady. So this lady, she was a Spanish teacher. I took a forty lessons. Was she hot? She probably was. So oh. uh, she was like a, it was like a, an older woman who used to live in Colombia. <laughs> was was she a hot old lady? Uh, yeah, she was a she. Uh, she was. I oh, mean, she was a smoke show when she was young. Yeah, man. absolutely. Well, yeah, and yeah. well, dude, any any, I bet. <laughs> It's pretty hard to find an unattractive in language teacher, especially Spanish. Now, my teacher in high school was definitely not attractive. So I immediately, <laughs> regret, immediately I regret saying this. She was a nice lady, but at the path where she had to choose what to do, it was either fucking be a Spanish teacher at high school or a troll under a bridge. <laughs> It was Billy Goat's Gruff <laughs> or Soy, soy Un Maestro de Espanol. And uh, anyway, I'm glad she wound up being a Spanish teacher because she did okay. But I, not, she wasn't a great Spanish teacher. I mean, I, you know, like, but that's most high school Spanish. You don't do that yeah. well. So I was like, I was all in, dude. I'm like, every week I was meeting her. She was giving me homework. I was coming back. We would speak in Spanish. Oh. For the time we were together, and she would she couldn't kind of alter her level of Spanish to where I could understand it, you know. Yeah. And I was so fu- I would come home, and my my mind would be fucking fried after this hour because I'm like speaking slowly, I can't figure it out, I don't know what I'm doing. A man would be like, "How'd it go? What'd you guys talk about?" And I'm like, "I don't really totally know." <laughs> <laughs> Because the first few times I'm like, dude, this is going pretty good. Like I'm just, as I'm doing all the shit that was, came easy. This is my, yeah. oh, my wife is happy. My kids are these ages or whatever. Yeah. But then it gets to the point of like, what did you do during the week? And I'm like, uh, there's like, I'm missing like half these words, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> and I can't, you know. So, I, but I was like, I was really, I was really dedicated in trying to do it. Uh, and then she left. She left the town. She left, she had to leave the town or whatever. And. Oh. Um, I could not. So anyway, so I'm like, so I, you know, I, I just, I have a feeling Latin America and Mexico in the next 15, 20 years is our only way out of like relying on China so much. And so I feel like it is paramount to like learn this language. And I feel like I want, I want some land in Mexico. (laughs) So now you're going to Mexico for land now? Well, maybe. I got to figure out how to live on land good here first. 
I don't think there's going to be any good Mexican land. I oh, think, dude. The, I are think, you kidding? I think all the good Mexican land are like run by the cartels. Yeah, I think that. I mean, okay. Yeah, pro- I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go that inland. I, I think that's the difference between here and Mexico is like here, you got to be kind of like aware in the cities. Yeah. And in Mexico, you start going out in the country, you got to start being like, okay, where, where, where am I? What's going on? Because it's easy to chop a head off in the country. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. Go out to the mountain where I grew up, man. It's fucking, there's probably, there's probably mass burials. Of yeah, there's got to be bodies got out there. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's so, I'm not thinking about going that deep in the country, but you know, you think, okay, maybe one of these little surf towns, like a mile away from the coast. No, that'd be great. Oh, Jesus, dude. Yeah. yeah. These, I mean, and they're, they're gorgeous. You, I mean, for... Dude, you could live, and even even if you don't, even if you just get like a, a little, you know, some of these little apartments nearby with like a like it's the affordability, especially if you go to a, a town that isn't like super popular. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, like, you know, the cr- crime in the U.S. is like idiots are doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you go to Portland and you're like a, a gremlin. <laughs> <around you. laughs> and they're like, ah, I got a shoe and 12 cents and I murdered a guy. <laughs> you know, and so it's, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've, I don't know. I mean, I've never been around, but it feels like the, the people who are doing crime in Mexico, like, have a goal. Yeah. Like this is like they're like I'm doing this to for to provide for my family. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. So you're like, all right, as long as I can stay away from them. I uh, stay out. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's just over. Dude, I just I don't know, man. I mean, I remember someone was like I was telling someone like how nice it was down in Buceria and then Puerto Vallarta and I was like and they're like, "Yeah, well those are touristy areas." I was like, "Yeah, man. So is Seattle." Yeah. So true. is so is LA. Yeah. When I mean, you go there and you're like, is this the end of times? Yeah, I mean, you know, that <laughs> is true. At least at least they kind of understand, like, oh, these people kind of paid to not see poor people just pissing on another well, person. Well, I also think that there's just, there's a, I don't know. I don't know what they do when someone's slumped over shitting their pants. Yeah. But they don't. You know, it maybe is. they still have sanitariums and stuff. <laughs> May, yeah. yeah, they might. I mean, yeah. there could be something. I don't think you know. I don't think it's a total. I mean, it is. It's like the eleventh biggest economy in the world. Like, it's not. It's you know. It's it's a bunch. I think there's, it's a big. There's a the education down there. Like, it's uh, Guadalajara. Like tech industries are, are are kind of making a way there. There's some. Yeah. There's some manufacturing that's happened there, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm all in, but uh, I think that's just. I, I think. Our opinion of Mexico is just based on, uh, um, you know, the what we get fed through the media and and most movies. You know, most movies you see about Mexico has got that piss yellow filter over it, and <laughs> it, it looks like it's, it's all like a western. Du- yeah, it yeah. looks all dingy and stuff. And is it's every like every town oh. called Durango. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, no, Mexico. I, I think has changed a lot over the past fifteen years. I don't know how this. So fu- I don't know how this goes from land. You know, it's so funny though because I go down there and I'm like, this is so fucking great, dude. Why? How can I figure out how to be down here more? Well, you uh, can be down there more. Uh, it's, it would be tough. I mean, being that far away from, you know, uh, me to Gocios. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, it you could you could I mean I I, I bet a lot of Ameri- a lot of Americans can be like 
fuck, man, I, 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 looking at the reality of how expensive it is here, I only saved up half a million in my retirement, and I'm screwed or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, well, go down and look at a two-bedroom house in Mexico on, that's yeah. not on the beach, and you'd be surprised, and you might be able to live down there in a, in a much in a, a much nicer way than you could up here. But then you're like leaving your whole community and all this shit. I mean, what? But at some level, I feel like it's like land. Am I just running away? Why well, can't Why can't I be happy here? This is where I know people. But do you, I, I think, I think a little bit of that owning land situation is you you're owning something. You have, you have something that's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I own this. Well, that is true. I mean, you can go in your backyard and do what you, you wish. Uh, I was in my hot tub naked the other day. I mean, and, yeah. And uh, school out back was still in session. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I did not feel like I could do anything I wanted at that moment because I was like, because I I just got in. And I'm like, yo, what the? Oh, it was some after school thing, and all these. I was in there. It was dusk. All these fucking kids come out, and I'm like. Are they? What the fuck? I can't get out of my hot tub. Now. Yeah, you're a sex offender. So oh, dude. Yeah, it. right. Yeah. yeah, Amanda's like, you're about to ruin your whole life if you get out of this hot tub. Right now. <laughs> she, she was like, what have you done? <laughs> and I was like, just, you know, and I'm like, I wound up like, and these, but okay, the kids were. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I feel like I'm incriminating myself. They were way far away. There were like weeds and fucking trees. And the school is. A long way away. They can't. If they were standing at the school, at they the parking lot. Ch- they got child eyes, dude. They're new. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fucking insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, well, that's a good point to wrap it up on. You want to listen to the most insane? You want to listen to the most insane <laughs> podcast you've ever heard in your life? Keep tuning in to Bro Dads, Harry J. Riley, Philip Kapsinski. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I think this could be fun. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we could do it at about an hour. This is easy. It's fun. It's yeah. uh, it's a fun conversation, and we keep we'll bring a topic each time and try to stay on point. Yeah, we with- can't do two topics. Yeah, dude. We should have one topic. Yeah. That I got off the rails with that Taiwan shit, man. Um, so tune in next time while I tell you about my ideas about why the, D- why the DNC is brainwashing your children. <laughs> I- <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I have nothing, uh, to promote or talk about. I just want you to listen to this podcast and tell your friends. That's what really matters. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Listen to this podcast. Listen to it again. Finger, finger your, f- finger your friends. <laughs>